This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. They're a bit like face huggers, aren't they? Face huggers? No, you know, Alien. The horror movie, Alien. There's a horror movie called Alien. That's really offensive. No wonder everyone keeps invading you. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing... Wait, you've never seen Alien? <laughs> I always refer... I always say Sigourney Weaver's Alien. <laughs> because in Alien... There's a thousand Alien movies? I was I was surprised to see... Like, because I associate... Or it's, she's so associated with it that she didn't even get top billing. I think Tom Skerritt got top billing. Yeah. She was second. Yes. That, that, that is pretty messed up. So the first thing we wanted to do was give, like, warnings and stuff. There's a little bit of blood and guts. Not too bad. But, you know, the thing pops out of... The thing pops out of the chest and, yeah, there's stuff happening. The general horror... It's essentially a... One of the descriptions you usually... I usually read about this movie is that it's a, like, a haunted house movie in space. So there that is... Makes sense. A monster trying to get you. Yeah. Um, and also I noticed... I'm I'm not familiar... Okay, so at about the hour and a half mark, there are a whole lot of scenes where it's like... Um, the It's not really a flashing light, but the light changes very quickly. And I'm not sure what the frequency is for people who have seizures and whatnot, if that would affect them or not. So just putting that out there, that about... Yeah, I wrote down an hour and 30 minutes. Just start looking out for that. You know, it's also, we have, so there is a weird, if you think about it, the face hugger is essentially, it, those, the aliens, I think they're called anthromorph, anthromorphs? Xenomorphs? Xenomorphs. <laughs> <laughs> anthromorphs. They don't change. The way they reproduce is essentially like through a, like sexual assault. They plant a seed. It's kind of horrible if you think about it. I mean, first they, you know, get you all claustrophobic and <laughs> by like landing on your face. And then they shove their. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. It's pretty bad. Okay, so three things. Three things I expected from Alien. Yes. So I didn't know a whole lot about this movie. So my three really? things I expect are very cut and dry. Okay. Okay. The first thing I expected, since it's alien, singular, there is only one alien. <laughs> That's quite, quite a deduction to make. <laughs> uh, secondly, that alien will be killing people. I mean, that's pretty much, I, ex- I, that, I expect that to happen. I think you spoiled it for yourself. And lastly, <laughs> because we're bringing lastly back, remember? Yeah. <laughs> since there are sequels... I assume they don't actually kill the alien. But here's oh. the thing. 
I think this is like a Jaws sequel sort of thing where it's never the same shark, but it's just it's the same franchise because it, I will say it appeared that they actually did kill the alien. However, I mean, it's pretty indestructible because, you know, it's hard to kill, even though she like shot it with the fire from the shuttle or whatever. But there's also a bunch more eggs back on that planet or whatever. There certainly so is. So it could be a brother or sister. Or... Or sibling. Yes. Well, Aliens is also on our list, which we will get to eventually. So we will find out if your questions are answered. Indeed. So, um, whether or not I expected to like it, I, I thought I would probably like it, especially since Sigourney Weaver was in it. And she's pretty awesome, like we mentioned Absolutely. at the end of our last episode. Love her. I was expecting to give it maybe 3.5 stars. Out of five, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before you saw it. Before I saw it. Okay. And my TV guide summary. I was pretty, I was pretty far off on my TV guide summary. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver is the leader of a spaceship crew who has been cryogenically frozen... And somehow when they wake up, there is an alien on the loose in their spaceship. I mean, the broad strokes. I mean, she's second in command. They... they. No, she was the third officer. Was she the Remember third? Remember at the end, she said, like, Ellen Last. Ripley, third officer's log or whatever. But when Tom Skerritt's character... What was his name? When Tom Skerritt... Dallas. When Dallas was... Very good. <laughs> when Dallas was not on the ship... Even on that little shuttle, wasn't she in command? Yeah, because she made the call to not let what's his name back on, and they did it anyway. Kane, they weren't gonna. They let weren't Kane gonna in. let. She wasn't gonna let Kane of the face back on. Hugger. And Ash overrided her. Over. Overwrote. Overridden. You know what I mean. Open the door anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. How things met or didn't meet my expectations. Okay, so there was, well, there was only one alien. There was, there was a bit of confusion on my end. I'll tell you what happened. Okay. I'll tell our audience what happened. Right. So we're watching the movie. I'm like, okay, the um, face hugger thing died, but then, like, its baby pops out of the chest, right? So it's, like, gigantic by about halfway through the movie. So it, like, grows exponentially. Yes. Well, then, Ash, right, that the other British dude, not the one with the face hugger. <laughs> right. Ash is the... We've, we come to find out that he is an android. How is... I did not see that... What? How? What? Anyway, okay, so my thought process in finding out that Ash was a robot was, like I said, you know, okay, there's one... I'm thinking there's one alien... Right. On the ship. And then all of a sudden, Ash starts acting weird. He's got like this little yellowish liquid coming out. And then he starts thrashing around like uh, Kane did on the tape. And I'm like, so you there's think- another alien or this is another stage of growth or so- like That's something is of- happening here. And then they're like, he's a robot. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I didn't even know robots existed in the alien universe. Like, this is something that needed to have been established, when you, I think. When you only have seven human beings in your movie, in your two-hour movie, you have to have a couple surprises. I know. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm i a fan of watching, like, those AFI, American Film Institute, like, 100 years, 100 
romance, like where they do like the rankings of the greatest movies and right, yeah. and they're like a hundred thrills, a hundred chills, and the the chest bursting scene is one of those. So I was already kind of spoiled on that. I knew it was going to happen. Right. But the robot thing, like I did not, I did not see that coming at all. That's great. Um, the alien did kill people. So it did. I have a question for you. Did you think the alien was going to kill almost everyone and nearly everyone? I thought I did think there would be either one or two survivors I definitely did not see all of the white guys getting killed off first. Like usually, that was a surprise. Yeah, I knew I knew Sigourney Weaver would would survive because you know she's Sigourney Weaver and she's like in some of the other ones. Anyway, um, but yeah, I expected her and maybe one other person to survive, and it's like all of the white guys get killed off first. Yeah, <laughs> which was which was interesting. I thought an interesting departure. Mm-hmm. Um. After, here's the thing. For me, like, five stars means I will, I could watch it, like, continuously. Like, I just love it. And I feel like no horror movie or scary movie will ever get to the five because I just don't want to see blood and guts that often. So, for me, I started. You you don't keep getting scared either. Right. You don't really get scared, like, the tenth time you see a horror movie. Exactly. So I said, I said three and a half stars. I believe you said three and a half. So I would give it, it was really good. I think I would give it four and a half. Wow. But not five because I don't want to watch it all the time. Right. Right. So do you consider it a sci fi movie? I, I mean, it's almost like, like for me, I think our two favorite film franchises, Star Trek for me, is um, sci-fi. To me, Star Wars seems more like fantasy. I'm not sure if you ag- agree with that or not. Well, it's... To me, I think Star Wars is... It's mythology. It's a classic version of mythology. And the setting happens to be sci-fi. There's a sci-fi look to it. But we're telling mythological stories in I Star see. Wars. So in this version of Alien, I mean, in in Alien, it's, to me, it's a horror movie that's set in the world of sci-fi. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. To me, it's definitely more, um, more horror than really sci-fi. Yeah. I have another question for you. Yes. Is this a feminist movie? This might also dovetail into the Bechdel test, if we're ready for Bechdel test. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because, um, well, it does pass the Bechdel test. A couple times, right? Yes. There's one scene at, towards the very beginning when they first come out of stasis or whatever where um, they're trying to figure out where they are and Ripley says, that's not our system. And that's not, not Ripley. our system. Oh, yeah. She was all <laughs> Lambert. crappy about it. <laughs> She's like, I know. Me, me, me. me. Um, and then later, Ripley and Lambert talk about um, what it what is their plan gonna be to like escape the monster or to get away. Like, is that when everyone but Lambert and the um, that other guy who are the Parker. last three Parker? I 
spoiler alert to our audience, I had even though there's only seven people, I had to write them all down because I just didn't, I couldn't keep track of who was who. That's quite all right, I think. So is it? I think it's at that point when we almost have everyone else dead. Is that is that the moment you're right? Okay. Yes, yes. So my TV guide summary was not was not that close. Not as close as my others have been. You ballparked it. So, Sigourney Weaver is not the leader of a spaceship, and they weren't cryogenically... I don't know why I thought they were cryogenically they frozen. They were kind of... Like, well, they do refer... Like, Parker, at one point, why don't they freeze them? He kept saying, why don't they freeze them? Oh. When Kane had the face hugger on his, on his face. Uh-huh. Of course, they don't freeze them because it would still... You know, it could still cause... It could still cause havoc. Yes. But he is saying sensible things, I think. So I have I have some general discussion items. Oh, okay, let's hear it. Um, the opening credits were kind of boring. Okay, you're dead wrong, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I believe you. Okay, so it is it is slow, it's methodical, but I actually wrote this down. The title sequence is amazing, and it's very telling for what kind of movie it's going to be, because the movie itself starts off very slow, just like the title sequence is very is very slow. The word alien slowly appears at the top, but not even whole letters appear at first. You just see like what looks like an eye on the far right, an eye you know, somewhere near the left-hand side, and you see these shapes just kind of appear. Mm-hmm. And you think, you're not even thinking what that might be, and then very slowly, eventually, at the very end of that part of the title sequence, you see the word alien. Which really, that's the whole movie, right? Right. You slowly, you never see the entire alien until the very end, Mm -hmm. and it's slowly revealing in a really creepy, steady, methodical way. I can definitely see what you're saying. I thought, because I... What I wrote down was opening credits, boring, parentheses, silence of space, because there was no music either. So I'm like, are they trying to convey to me, like, they're very isolated and there's not even any sound out here and this is the kind of, like, that's, I wasn't even really realizing, like, the text and the story. I was more, that's very interesting because I'm with the music background and you're with the arts background. (laughs) I was was seeing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, the, the. The tagline for this movie on the poster was, In space, no one can hear you scream. Oh, that's where that comes from. Well, pop culture reference, I understand now. I had no idea that came from that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no idea. I mean, it may have... I I don't know where that would have come up before, but anyway, it was the tagline on the poster. So that sort of is very illustrative illustrative anyway that plays itself out in the title sequence the silence interesting do you know this is the we've done so far at this point this will be our well our third episode about a movie and every single one of them has had smoking in it this one had smoking in a spaceship i would think oxygen would be at a premium you don't want to light that thing up you might explode the dang spaceship and when when i'm i'm sure there's different there's different ways to put oxygen in 
in spacecraft in the future, especially one as gigantic as the Nostromo, where you can run around with a flamethrower. That was a gigantic spaceship. It was huge. It was huge. And you never see, like, oh, well, here's where all the ore... Is it iron ore? Like, it's a big refinery ship, and they have what... They give the stats of it when, when the movie first starts. Like, yeah. 200 billion tons of ore or There whatever. was that one where you kind of see... Like, I think it was maybe a drill where that guy, uh, Harry Dean Stanton... What was his name? Brett. Brett. Um, went into that room. He was looking for the cat. And all of that water was coming down. Right. I think that was a room where one of the oars... Why would you want water with your oar? (laughs) I mean, why would you want water? Water's at a premium. We were talking about that in the middle of the movie. Water's at a premium on a spaceship. You're just going to have Harry Dean Stanton just take a shower in it? By the way, this might be the only movie where Harry Dean Stanton has a full-time job. (laughs) And he's gainfully employed. So... Smoking on a spaceship. Smoking on a spaceship sounds like a really bad idea. So I know that on, I believe when spaceships are in are in orbit around the Earth, mm-hmm. they use an almost pure oxygen environment. Mm-hmm. They don't do it when they're about to launch, but I believe it's a. There's all sorts of oxygen, and fire is just a constant danger. So you would think. But it's it's the future, so yeah, they figured it's the out. Future. They're like, oh, we made we made everything great on the ship, so you can smoke. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I didn't realize that this movie took place. Like there was a part that was on a planet. I thought I genuinely thought this movie entirely took place on a spaceship. That's the aliens somehow, like, and especially when it went through the air vents, I was like, oh, that. Maybe that's why I thought it just like got sucked in through the air vents while they're flying through space. Everybody's asleep. That's a natural. So when I ask you, I was asking Shane while we were watching this movie, like, where are they going? What's happening? And, and you were like, oh, they're taking the shuttle down to the planet. I was very confused. I thought they were just <laughs> staying on the spaceship. But I also noticed there was, and I don't know if this is a thing or not. There was a lot of wind symbolism sort of things happening. What symbolism? Wind Wind symbolism, like what? Like, let's see. Um, there was like when you first go through, and it's kind of giving you the tour of the of the spaceship before um, before people wake before up. Before they wake up, yeah. And there's like the papers are rustling, and then like you see some wind chimes, and like the oh my gosh, um, yeah, there there's were like wind a chimes for no reason. Something blowing, and I'm like, okay, is this just? Is this just like an artistic filming thing or is this like they want something that reminds them of home or is this like an alien related thing? Like I just happen to notice it a lot and I don't know if there's like an explanation if it's just me being too analytical. Well, the down on the planet, as soon as they open those doors, like the wind is just horrific. Right. It's like a gale like, you know. I'm kind of surprised it didn't knock them down. Right. I was kind of expecting that, honestly. Yeah, it, it didn't look like the sort of thing you could just walk right out into. Okay. Here's the thing okay. that I had an issue with. Is Kane, right? The one with the face hugger. Yes. He has a face hugger on his face. Yes. That's where the name comes from. It's hugging <laughs> yes. his face. They put him in their sick bay or whatever. <laughs> And then they leave him there unsupervised. There's an alien creature on his face, and they're just like, bye, we're going to go do our other stuff. And then they're like, 
Where did the alien go? Well, if y'all have been paying attention, maybe you would know. Yeah, there's cameras for everything else. Right. There's like body cameras, it seems, on everybody's spacesuit all the time. And maybe Ash, it seems like Ash was the one, the one who was always like, oh, you got to come, you got to come check him out. Something changed. So maybe he was like, let's just, maybe he was just being a jerk and he was like, let's just see what happens. Like he was safe as an android. True. So maybe he was just like, hey, it's loose in somewhere. Let's see what happens next. Because everyone's life was expendable. Right. For for Ash, as far as Ash was concerned. Yeah, I kept thinking, like, I kept kept shouting at the TV, that British dude's going to get y'all killed. (laughs) (laughs) And it was true. I mean, it was a British android or robot. Robot, I think. Robot. (laughs) I have one thing. You have more things? No, I was going to move on to pop culture references. So I have one thing. I understand that the answer to my question is probably Ash didn't let this happen because he didn't want the thing to be killed Mm -hmm. because his secret order was to just bring the alien back. But on the International Space Station, there are protocols for, you know, absolutely everything bad that might happen. So, like, if an alien does get sucked into the air vent... Like, I'm kind everything of being serious. That's, everything that's likely. There's actually no protocol for first contact, so thank you. There's not absolutely everything. Okay. Everything that's likely to okay. happen. But there's... <laughs> I, did, I did listen to an audiobook about a an astronaut that went to the International Space Station, and people just came in, it came and asked him a bunch of questions, and the book was just him answering every question mm-hmm. that people had. And one was, is there... Something you're supposed to do if you run into an alien, <laughs> which is great. But I mean, it's a great question, but the answer is no. There's okay. no, there's okay. no official stance on that. But fire is a real concern, as I mentioned oh, earlier. Oh, yeah, I bet so. So there are protocols, and in the worst case scenario, everyone gets into their, their spacesuits, they strap themselves down. And they just there's they just turn off the oxygen because if there's no oxygen, then there is no there is no fire. They can put out a fire that way, which is obviously the most extreme way to put out a fire. Mm-hmm. So why didn't they just strap themselves down in their suits and just open every hatch and just hope for the best? I don't know. And again, the answer is Ash wouldn't let them. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. no one's saying like, hey. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should try something pretty extreme. So, pop culture references that you now understand? I have more context for the the chest bursting scenario. Now, like, I mean, I knew it happened, but I didn't really know, like, the events leading up to it. And I just assumed somehow, like, maybe he swallowed the alien or oh, maybe... Oh, you had like, no... Oh, that's great. You didn't yeah, know anything about... I didn't know about, anything about really, how... Really, the chest... The, the face hugger and the eggs. You didn't know mm-hmm. anything about that. I didn't that. know any of that. That's fantastic. I, mean, I really thought the alien got sucked in through an air vent or something. Oh, and he was just a bug. Like yeah. A, like a parasite. Just... Yeah. Airborne. That's great. Um... But anyway, are there more than that, or that's the main one? I mean, that's the most famous one. Is um, is the chest bursting scene, and then it like runs off across the floor. That's really creepy. 
Yeah, the but way it moves there, is pretty weird, too. Isn't there uh, some cartoon or some animation, uh, like, puppeteer thing where, like, the alien, like, baby sings or... Uh, Hello, my baby. Like, Hello, something my like that. That was, I believe, in the end of Spaceballs. Was in, it really? In the end of Spaceballs has a chestburster, and he <laughs> he gets out a little cane, and he's like, "Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby." I'm almost certain that that. Well, ha- we're gonna have to look this up. <laughs> that that happens. But yeah, so um, now that I understand the context of the chestbursting scene, now even something like that makes more sense. I have a question. Yes. Did you? <laughs> Uh, did you know that the way that the alien kills was to open its mouth and it had a little mouth inside to like punch through your I did not that was Was really weird that was creepy (laughs) also I have a question why did Sigourney Weaver have to strip down to her underwear like, what was the purpose of that? Because Ridley Scott wanted to see her in her underwear. I know. Well, I know that, too. But I'm just saying, from a storytelling perspective, there was no point in her stripping down to her underwear. Wouldn't have like, you put the spacesuit on. Well, she stripped down before that. But. Yeah, there's almost like a, like a weird, like, there's only almost a, almost a weird, like, sexual connotation that conan connotation that you mm-hmm. might get like she's naked and there's this creepy weird you know phallic thing right hiding trying to attack i knew as soon as she got on the, sh- the shuttle and they didn't ride <laughs> yeah. off into the sunset i knew that alien was on that shuttle man now you know what we should do like I think at a couple a couple of times you check the time the time remaining. Yeah. I think for this podcast at least we should not the other the person who there should be no checking of the time because if you know that she seems safe but it says there's 25 minutes left. No, I'm saying because we well we checked the time for a couple of different reasons. Right. But I didn't I'm saying it didn't matter how much time was left at that point. Once she got on the thing and didn't fly rolled, off into the sunset. But they could have rolled credits. That's what I'm saying. They didn't roll credits right yeah. then. So, okay, what are they going to do? I see. The alien has to be on the ship. There's nowhere for her to escape to and, like, but have still... a loving reunion with her family <laughs> or whatever. Well, right, right. Uh-huh. It's not like the end of uh, Return, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, where it's like, let's have a little mini movie at... Once the ring goes into Mount Doom. Oh my Doom. god, that, the end of that movie, I think I'm still watching it, actually. It's probably still... It's, <laughs> it's probably still playing. Probably still playing. <laughs> we just got up and left. <laughs> um, sorry if you're a fan. I have a question. Yes. So you knew the alien was still on the ship, but having watched it a few times... I know that, you know, there's a little bit of the side of the ship where the aliens figured out how to hide in plain sight. 
and you don't realize that Sigourney Weaver is like five feet away. Did you realize that she was like feet away from this thing? I right before the alien moved, I was like, oh my god, that's the alien. <laughs> like but until really? that until that moment, I was just like, yep, she's just. I don't know why we're still watching the movie because like allegedly the alien's dead because she just blew up her whole damn ship. Yep. She even put Jonesy the cat away to go to sleep in right. its little little cubby. By the way, Jonesy was right on top of that alien and like, hey man, that's not cool and I'm gonna hiss. Jonesy didn't even know that the alien was on board? True. I did not think of that. You know what? I bet Jonesy is in league with the alien because, you know what? That's how Brett died, is he was chasing the cat and he led him right to the alien. Fan theory. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm too far away from this mic, probably, but I'm much louder than you. That's true. As we've learned. How would the movie be different with today's technology? Well, considering it's set in the future, it would be a lot more boring. We wouldn't be in space. You would think there could be a better way to track a rogue alien running around your ship than just a little dot. (laughs) A little dot moving closer to your dot on the screen. That technology could probably be improved. Yes. Yeah, because now we have like heat sensors and infrared and well, yeah, there'd be stuff a, like that. There'd be a, a three dimensional, you know, virtual reality. Holographic representation. Yeah. <laughs> it would almost take well, I, and of course that would take the that would take the mystique and the fun out of it. Yes. It would oh. not build the suspense. Because they could you couldn't have that one that one woman, Lambert, you couldn't have Lambert going, it's headed right towards you. And then he's looking around and he just can't. That's can't not see helpful, or hear Lambert. Anything. Before we. I think we're, we're, uh, we're, we're getting close to the end of this, yeah. but I just have to point out that Lambert. Lambert, during the chestburster scene, makes the weirdest sound, and it, she's not even on screen while she's while she's making this Maybe weird sound. Maybe that's why she makes the weird sound, so but you can know that she's there. <laughs> but while she, they could have, why not edit that out? Or uh, it's such a strange. It t- kind of takes me out of the moment a little bit when she goes, "Oh God!" It's a very strange sound. What we're going to do is we're going to find that audio and then we'll have like a side by side, a sound by sound it, comparison. It's going to sound like and, and Lambert, not Ripley. And Lambert going, oh, God. It's going to sound like she's just saying it twice because it's going to sound. <laughs> okay, before we wrap it up, I yes. want to say why I call them Ripley and not Ripley besides the fact that I love Sigourney Weaver though, and I hardly even know who that is. Even though I repeatedly keep saying Lambert. Because we watch the, um, well, we watch all TV with the captions on because, well, my hearing's not what it used to be. Um, what? <laughs> Sorry, that's not nice. And when we were watching, they would put everybody else's name when they were speaking, even if they were on screen, except Lambert's. So for like, for the first 15 minutes, I had no idea what her name was. So it was Ripley and not Ripley. Oh, yeah. That, that's, at one point, you, we like, we paused it so we could... You had me look up the yes, names that's, just so we that's could why write, I had you do so that. We could write them down. <laughs> so, uh, closed captioners, get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, I think that about wraps it up. Do you? Anything else to discuss? I think that's about it. 
You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher now, because we're awesome. Yeah. And also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Episode transcripts are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com. And we're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS. And you can also email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us in feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies we might want to see. Let me know if you think that there's a reason for in the movie Alien. That's our show for today. Next time, we'll be watching House on Haunted Hill. Oh my goodness, that sounds so scary. With one Mr. Vincent Price. (laughs) Classic. Yay. Thanks for listening. Ah, oh, God!